Hi everyone. Welcome to Martech Brain, a Netco initiative where we speak to the best brains in Martech and digital and delve deep into one topic. My guest today is Ashish Thomas, CEO of Summit Media. He's based in Singapore. Uh, Summit Media is one of the largest digital platforms in Philippines and we'll talk about that in a minute. Ashish's chosen topic for our conversation today is monetizing content and audiences. So Ashish has been an alumnus of Inmobi, Google, Microsoft, and Singtel. So no better person than him to discuss various aspects of monetization. And Summit Media has 30 plus million unique monthly users on its websites and 40 million, amazing numbers, 40 million plus on its social media platforms. Welcome to Martech Brain, Ashish. Thanks, thanks so much, Rajesh. It's a pleasure, and uh, uh, I'm I'm honored and humbled to be with you on this on this call. And you're you're a sort of veteran in data, AI, digital advertising, monetization. So I think the first question really is: You took over a couple of years ago at Summit Media. You've turned the business around, and it's growing very well despite the pandemic. I think it's a fantastic platform. Uh, that you've really built in the last uh, or grown in the last couple of years. And you used a very unique model of partnerships uh, for building that out. So it'd be great to talk about, you know, in a world where digital media is sort of a big challenge, everyone complains about Google and Facebook taking away all the money. How have you managed it? So it's something Rajesh, I learned very early in my working life that, you know, um, Media is uh, increasingly being driven by technology. If anything, you know, it's it's the technology that causes the differentiator. And um, uh, traditionally, media companies are not great tech companies, you know. Uh, and so, you know, how do you stay ahead in an ecosystem where technology is moving faster than you can, and uh, uh, you know, you you want to be always be at the bleeding edge of innovation. And the only way to do that is to have uh, you know, very strong uh, and very aggressive partnerships. And these are not partnerships, uh, you know, the way we see it, we used to see it yesterday or today, you know, even today, you meet so many people who who, who have the, the vendor principle model. And, uh, you know, this is partnerships that, you know, sometimes we have been discussing on, you know, how do you truly partner? So, you know, when I, when I joined the organization, we had about seven, 10 partners, you know, today we have... Uh, 50 plus partners and and uh, you know it's a philosophy that i i try and uh, practice and preach to our entire organization which is you know we are as good as our partners so it's super important to treat them well it is super important to leverage them and be fair with them so that we are able to stay ahead or at least close to competition mm -hmm. and one of the unique things I, I think what you've done is you're very clear that what you have is media. You are in media tech and the tech comes from partners. So tell us a little more on how you go about, because this is very unique. You know, I've seen a lot of com media companies uh, who try and build the tech in-house and that takes them forever. They invest a lot. They are never able to match up with the best. And that's in a way been the big secret for your success uh, at Summit. 
So give us a few examples of how you've made this happen. Yeah, so, you know, we, like any other media company, you know, we, we, we want to also have as much in-house built. Uh, but, you know, what we realized was, and what I've seen from uh, my career as well is, that, you know, by the time you build something, you know, and you bring it to life, you know, six months go by, 12 months go by, and, you know, the goalpost moved already. And so the game changes. And then you are sitting on old tech. Even though you put in all the effort and the investment, you end up sitting on old tech at the end of the year. And the space is moving so fast that you have to constantly stay ahead. So, uh, you know, which is why, you know, it's super important to, I think, you know, fundamentally important to have a core set of partners. And it's not about, you know, partnering with one and not partnering with the other. Uh, so to your question on, you know, how we managed it or, or, or some examples, you know, for example, you know, we, we work with four DMPs, not one, you know, and, and all four of them are uh, very close partners with us. And each one brings a certain unique, you know, capability and a technology or a, or a, or a innovation to it. And, you know, how do you, how do you justify an investment into four DMP partners who, when the world chooses just one. Yes. And I think, you know, the way to do that is to, you know, uh, is to is to really uh, deliver better revenue, you know, and, and have that justification deal with itself. <laughs> and, you know, it's, so it's, there's no rocket science to it. You know, how do you, how do you uh, stay ahead of the pack of peer competition and uh, deliver, better value for your shareholders, for your board, for your employees, and, uh, you know, use that money to make it work harder and better for you with your partners. So, you know, that is just one of the examples of, you know, how we, 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 we try and pull things off. Uh, another great example is video. So, you know, we work with six different partners in the video space now, and, and you know, uh, uh, we are not great at digital video, you know, traditional linear video TV companies are not, you know, out there competing with Netflix and TikToks of the world. So, uh, you know, it's important that, you know, you, you are employing multiple partners so that you, you are A, catching up on time and technology gaps. B, it helps you stay ahead. You know, you're, 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 you're not second guessing competition, but you know where the puck is going to be. You know where the competition is going to be. So, so uh, I, I would say those are just two great examples that we have followed in the last couple of years. So one question, Ashish, with all of these partnerships, stitching them together is something of an art, essentially, right? I mean, you got, if you've got multiple DMPs, uh, multiple video partners, etc. how do you manage to do that? Uh, getting all of them to sort of work together, getting the best out of each one. Um, uh, that team is perhaps an internal team, um, uh, which which does all this. So, you know, what's the sort of core competence that Summit sort of brings in out here? I think that's a very good question, Rajesh. And, you know, sometimes I, I still grapple with that question because, uh, you know, it's something that you will never be able to answer 100%. And, but, but, and so even today, right, you know, we might have 50, 60, 80 partners, but there are some times where 10 don't work for us or 15 don't work for us. And, you know, sometimes I feel, you know, is it a, 
a dna mismatch or is it a, a, a execution failure and i think the answer to that question is you know how do you make it work is two very crucial and opposite things having a very clear vision and strategy and making sure your team is completely calibrated with that and i think the second one is uh execution brilliance you know no strategy becomes great without having granular and and uh, execution and no execution is granular and great without a proper strategy and these are two opposite sides of the same coin and you know you very how how often in life have we seen where you know you have great strategy or you have poor execution and it doesn't get executed or you have great execution prowess but you you've had a a bit of a faulty strategy or vision so combining strategy and i'm assuming you know sharing some of that with your partners so they are aligned in the yeah. and then having the internal teams to make sure that these all these partnerships are basically they all moving in the same direction that you really have charted out and that's the um, way forward that you take everyone along with your internal teams um, yeah yeah so another interesting aspect when we had spoken earlier which you brought up is this desire to be the first at and that's really also driven a lot of innovation at uh, summit media so tell 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 me a little about that you know where where see a lot of people don't want to be the first at something they don't want to be the guinea pig okay where the first question we get when we go to companies is you know where have you implemented it and here you are saying that i want to be the first at get me newish new newer things which i can do so uh, talk a little about that yeah it's uh, see there is always a risk in being the first to the market you know sometimes and uh, history has enough uh, evidence of you know um, if you remember the first social network was yes. not facebook but it was friendster and myspace and you know some of the others you know the first the the, the first uh, augmented reality experience was second life 10 years ago and and uh, you know uh, so you know there is always a danger of being first to market but you know if you know why you're doing it then you know these dangers become uh, uh, non essential or non incidental uh, so you know one of the philosophies that i've tried to practice is that we want to be the first in the market and you know our partners know that it's uh, to what you mentioned you know trusting your partners and sharing with them a certain goal and uh, you know when you when you do 50 first in the market so when you do 20 first in the markets you know the the two things happen one actually three things happen one your team becomes razor sharp yeah number two the market starts respecting you for innovation number three there are some that really take off because even if 10% you know it's like the vc model where you invest in 100 companies but only 10 or 5 really give you the big bang for your buck and uh, you know how do you just use that same model to practice it with you know being the first in the market with 15 new product launches or 20 new product launches or you know 50 new uh, 
you know facets of a new business that you are incubating which which gets spread over 18 months so i think you know when you when you're when you're doing that you know what people fail to realize is that you know i'm going to be a guinea pig it may fail it may succeed but if you looked at the flip side of it if you keep doing it in an institutionalized manner yeah again and again and again you will reach a point in time where you don't need to do it anymore because it comes naturally from the teams you know people teams execution folks they get trained so over the first two years you know and this is a great nugget and i'm so glad you're asking me this question rajesh because in the last two years you know first year was a lot of this heavy lifting of trying to be the first in the market today i have 10 people in the organization telling me 10 new things they want to launch which nobody else has launched and they believe they can do it in record time so now you have institutional institutionalized innovation in the organization you institutionalize that model because they're capable they're confident they won't they won't have fear of failure yeah and that technology gaps that existed are narrowing right so so it's that it's just that philosophy which you put to practice which uh, really gets things uh, moving for you so uh, give an example you know where an innovation which uh, has worked well and which really has helped summit media uh, accentuate its market leadership position you know, so listeners viewers get the idea of uh, yeah so that's a, actually a great question so in the in the in the pandemic you know everything locked down and you know revenue started going down for all publishers like us and for all digital media companies initially so we ideated and we we came up with an augmented reality solution for um, uh, our lifestyle and our beauty brands and so we became the first we were i think arguably the first uh, media organization that launched an augmented reality capability online and uh, you know at first it didn't do too well it took us a bit of time to get it right and it was hard we were working with three partners to get it done and then when it went live uh, you know when people saw it you know it went through the roof you know i had i had so many users coming to it i had like some eight advertisers saying i will pay you top dollar for it you know the same thing happened with something called a, a, a live cast launch so you know we we were again one of the first uh, media organizations to do a live cast across seven different screens and we pulled it off on an outdoor screen on uh, facebook youtube tiktok other platforms and seven of our own brands which are our own web brands and then we did it on our own app as well and we did it exactly at the same time you know using those six different video partners because it was a launch which had to be done at a specific time we were the only ones who pulled it off for one of the leading uh, uh, car manufacturers in the world and a day after we pulled it off they came and asked us to do it for them in other markets mm-hmm. where we are not present in after which i had every one else in that industry lining up to do the same execution for the next 3 months wow yeah and it was it is literally like you know we had our hands full so while people were still figuring out uh, you know how do we make revenue we were figuring out you know how do we get it executed and burn the money and you know uh, uh, deliver a great experience to our users and our clients again again rajesh you know it would not have been possible 
if we didn't try new things and want to be the first in the market it wouldn't have been possible without our partners so in a way what you've done is really this amazing flywheel that you've put together so you're basically saying that look my strength is media that's what i do very well for the tech because me everything is now tech so for the tech i get in partners i tell them bring me your best innovations bring me your new ideas okay uh, you have an organization culture which uh, essentially uh, uh, recognizes um, uh, innovation is is geared towards taking those uh, innovations to brands and then when uh, 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 when it's rolled out customers love it because they are seeing something for the first time like the ar example that you that you brought out uh, it's probably not even done in many markets today uh, um and then then that drives more brands to come in which presumably brings you more partners it's a, it's a great flywheel that you yeah, have. yeah. so uh uh ashish if i move to a little different topic what is today see one of the biggest challenges in in media really is about monetization you know so everyone talks about the fact that you know google facebook take away a lot of Uh, the revenue and therefore media companies are are challenged and yet you've done uh, uh, amazing things at at summit how what is your approach to thinking about sort of audiences and you have massive audiences across your platforms and uh, how do you monetize those how do you deliver brands how do you connect brands and these audiences so what's your sort of mental model and view around this yeah so uh, actually there are two parts to that question and i think i mean two parts to the answer to that question uh, see there are times we compete with google there are times we partner with them and you know you, one has to be very clear when you are going to partner and when you are going to compete and it's the same thing with uh, facebook as well and you know we again you know we treat them as partners and we we are very transparent with them so in i remember you know i had shared this with you that you know in some of my partner discussions with google in the region or with facebook in the region i i tell them very clearly look here is where i'm going to compete right yeah now you have to decide if you want to partner with us or and and or not and here is where i urgently need your partnership and your help yeah so so i think i think the the answer to that is you know being very transparent yeah and i think you know that's when the big daddies will also start respecting you uh, you know because then they know that you are clear about your strategy on where you are going to partner and where you are going to compete so that is one i think the other is uh, to your point on you know monetization is a challenge you know it will continue to be a challenge and uh, so which is why we were one of the first uh, you know few digital media companies to come up with our own dmp you know we want to take charge of our own data in a world where where uh, you know it's getting increasingly difficult to compete with a lot of innovation in technology in a world which is moving to ai uh, uh, you know uh, ai models and robotized models you know data is the oil but data is the crude oil you know how do you refine it and and uh, you know make use of it uh, to fire our engines and so you know the the only way forward is to take charge of your data and uh, you know partner with that data with some partners and compete with that data with some partners 
and so which is why you know i believe uh, you know at least in some of our markets in some of our segments we are possibly one or two years ahead of competition and which which gives us the premiums which brings us the revenue and you know in a pandemic where a lot of people struggle to make a profit or even break even you know we exceeded our targets and uh, you know the reason for that is because of you know some of these imperatives you know take charge of data the sooner you do it the better it is for the health of your business i think that's a great point because eventually um, what you're really doing is uh, across the platforms there are um, individuals coming they are leaving these data trails you are connecting the data trails and then delivering the right connects to the brands and because you have the data you have now got control of the data that also lets you get the best value from there and i think this is probably a mistake which many media brands have done in the past where they didn't have control on their own data yeah yeah and i think and and the only way to do it is again you know through partners Right. a lot of a lot of media brands have wanted to do it on their own and uh, you know but i do know of quite a few examples of where you know other media brands have also followed a partnership model i think the key is it's it's not the lack of willingness to partner it's the it's the inability to execute at god speed mm. you know because because these are we are living in a world of uh, you know technology innovation high speed innovation bleeding edge innovation and so you know and traditional media organizations uh, are are used to traditional speed you know and so either you you, you know you 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 have to strike that balance of getting Uh, innovation speed to move at a much faster pace in the organization so that you are always you're not just catching up but you're a bit ahead you know and the, which is why you know the dna and the ingredients that you use to build the team needs to be a, a, a very different ingredient it's a new ingredient which tends to be a bit alien for you know traditionally run businesses so based on your learnings if there were two or three pieces of advice you would give to uh, other sort of media companies um, in the asian region especially because of sort of general similarities in culture etc um what would they be because i know in india a lot of brands have a huge challenge in monetization uh, they've probably not done as much as you have at all and many of them are still stuck in the print world um uh, um and that's a world which is sort of the younger audiences we all know are are have moved away entirely to digital and that's a world which is not going to last very long and you've managed this uh, transition beautifully across a, a large portfolio of uh, lifestyle brands uh, at summit media so a couple of pieces of advice uh, to sort of uh, your peers across the region you know coming coming from the digital and the media industry you know my first job was in media always so you know that that's kind of been my first love and then it meandered in the zone of technology and ai and and uh, all of that i think i think traditional media businesses because of the nature of the business if you go back in time uh, 
you know media has always been the the voice of the consumer you know the me- media has always been a strong brand in the market you know there's always a brand pull if you look at the large brands out there and along with it comes ego along with it comes pride and uh, you know we just have to shed our egos and say our partner is king you know those days of uh, you know my newspaper is the largest newspaper in the country or my magazine's name is so and so and you know it's a global magazine or i am the owner of you know the eight largest media brands and you know i do interviews with the amitabh bachchans and the narendra modis of the world you know that's gone you know there is that that's i you know it's there you know and i think you know there are trusted brands in this space and those brands will always be trusted but the key to this transformation that you know we are all on the path of is to shed that ego and partner aggressively because it's there is so much time to be made up that if you don't do it then you're it's over it's history and you can already see that with some of the prominent brands that are there in the us you know they've just got swallowed they're just done they've gone bankrupt you know and and that that same wave is almost here you know it's already started happening in corners of asia so i think that's one and my my second uh, belief is you know hire a great ceo you know let go of control and that's something that i've seen from my shareholders you know they they put in a lot of i i was very iffy about you know whether i should take this role up or not it's a media organization and you know my shareholders said you know we my owner said you know we want you to run it and we will not interfere we believe in your vision and you know having that having that cadence that dna is super important for success i won't have been able to do half the things i have done if i didn't have that kind of an understanding yeah and and i think you know media owners business owners need to learn to let go especially in india fantastic uh, advice i think both the points very well taken i think um, um uh, and you've sort of built a great franchise um, there and as we move towards the end uh, uh, here are a quick rapid fire questions for you um um one future tech trend that excites you ai ai Course. actually it's not future it's here we are, we are using yeah, yeah. it we're already it's being used everywhere and i think it's just going to become super super penetrated in things that we won't even know how it impacts our lives and the oxygen for ai of course is data and yeah. you control on the data to really make ai work for you yeah yeah one tech trend or tech or trend that has disappointed you ad tech ah <laughs> and you come from a world of ad tech <laughs> yeah and and you know there are uh, i and i mean i learned a lot in my previous organization and where i worked but there are so many ad tech players out there who have you know it's it's a bubble that was created which i think you know is bursting in some parts of the planet and you can see that bursting happening and so much of promise right. and so little delivered absolutely one good book recommendation um i i keep reading so there is no one book 
you know the one i'm reading right now is a bit dated but you know i picked it up again it's uh, thinking fast and slow of course and um, uh, uh, there's a new book coming out by daniel kanan yes yes uh, an eagerly awaited noise yes yes uh, next month uh, so that's a great uh, recommendation um one good person podcast to follow uh, author whom people should read a lot more about so i i don't follow religiously but uh, i do follow satya nadella a bit you know i've had the uh, opportunity to um, not having worked with him directly but you know uh, having worked at microsoft you know i i like to read a lot about what he's thinking and you know how he how he thinks about the evolution of technology uh and so that's more in the tech side uh of course on the strategy side uh, you know and uh, for the chicken soup for the soul side i i look out for mr jim collins you know he's 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 someone who stays relevant even in today's world you know you have a lot of authors who come and go and they have one book wonders two book wonders but he's someone who's you know consistently over time been relevant to uh, uh how how the needs of uh, corporates and businesses have evolved over time absolutely and his new book is uh, summarizes sort of his life's work beyond entrepreneurship 2.0 is a fantastic uh, read yeah yeah and uh, final question a key driving belief in your life innovation mm You innovate or die and you've always been at the cutting edge of innovation in the companies that you have worked for and now you're leading innovation at summit i i won't claim that i i will try to be you know and that's the only thing that keeps my brain ticking you know that's what only thing that keeps my organization throbbing for you know a desire to innovate and and to out innovate great uh, inputs ashish for a fantastic conversation i think a uh, couple of points that you stated which will for stick with me i think this whole partnership model to success and i think the second key point is um, innovation and you sort of have lived it through uh, being first okay um, uh, the ability to essentially get things to market quickly and at speed and of course the other element which you brought up is and very few companies and ceos actually get this right is being able to marry strategy plus execution and of course speed which is what you've done uh it was a great conversation uh thank you very much thank you so much rajesh and uh, it's been a pleasure thanks thanks a lot thank you everyone for watching uh, that was martech brain uh, that was ashish thomas of summit media and we'll be back uh, with another edition uh, very soon thank you